This episode is brought to you today by Gusto. Payroll and benefits are hard, especially when you're a small business. Gusto is making payroll, benefits, and HR easy for modern small businesses. You no longer have to be part of a big company to get great technology, great benefits, and a great service to take care of your team. To help support the show, Gusto is offering our listeners an exclusive limited time deal. You sign up today, you will get three months free once you run your first payroll. Just go to gusto.com slash rocket ship. Again, gusto.com slash rocket ship. As AI continues to revolutionize our world, there's a critical conversation we can't ignore. AI safety and security. And that's where HackerOne's AI red teaming comes into play, rigorously testing AI models to prevent them from being misled or exploited. HackerOne employs over 2 million ethical hackers, and 750 of them specialize in prompt hacking and other AI security and testing. So HackerOne isn't just theorizing, they're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large company, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit HackerOne.com AI for more. Again, HackerOne.com AI. This episode is sponsored by Porkbun.com. Porkbun is a refreshingly different domain name registrar that's different from the other ones like GoDaddy or Namecheap. They've got low prices on hundreds of different domain extensions. They've got everything from .com domains to really cool ones like .pro, .dev, .xyz. Every domain name at Porkbun comes with tons of freebies too, like SSL certificate, who is privacy, DNS, URL forwarding, and hosting trials. Because why pay for things that should be free, right? All these incredible features and tools are backed by incredible support, 365 days a year, and more five-star reviews on Trustpilot from real customers than anyone else. Look, you can get a dollar off your next domain name from Porkbun and see why they're the best domain name register around by using our code. Just go to porkbun.com forward slash rocketchipfm24. That's porkbun, P-O-R-K-B-U-N dot com forward slash rocketchipfm24. You'll save a dollar on your next domain. This episode is brought to you by Gigantic. At Gigantic, you can level up your product skills through live, small group, cohort-based trainings. We're incredibly excited to welcome you to our next cohort of our product strategy training, kicking off in January of 2024. This course will take you through the frameworks that product leaders use at companies like eBay, DoorDash, Groupon, Rent the Runway, in order to scale their teams. It's taught by Ben Foster, a friend of this podcast, who is the former chief product officer at Whoop. So come join us. Go to gigantic.is. That's gigantic.is. And save your seat for our January cohort. Your potential is gigantic, and we're here to help you reach it. Go to gigantic.is to reserve your seat today. As I'm sitting here taking in the first ever Blockland Solutions conference, it's pretty wild to see what's unfolding. I mean, to many, it might not be that mind-blowing. It seems like a lot of other professional conferences. It's in a nice convention center. The coffee and snack stations, they're all scattered about. There are panels and main stage speakers and a mix of suit and tie types and 
I'd say like hoodie clad beard face technologists wandering around, but I'm a conference organizer, a professional national conference like this taking place over the course of multiple days with 150 speakers and multiple sessions, especially one that's happening for the first time. It usually takes at least a year to prepare. Black Alliance Solutions was planned in a matter of three to four months, which is pretty crazy, but it's actually happening. And so far, it seems to be going off without a hitch. Rocket Ship listeners, join me as I take you into the very first conference ever put on by Blockland. Welcome to Rocketship.fm. Rocketship FM is produced in partnership with Product Collective. We are your hosts, Michael Saka. And I'm Mike Belsito. So you actually attended the Blockland Solutions Conference, and from the sounds of it, it wasn't a fire Festival-esque experience. No, I mean, there wasn't any chaos or confusion. It felt mostly like most other business technology conferences. I mean, the sessions were all on time. The headlining keynote speakers that they promoted all showed up and gave their talks. It all happened. And you said it was all planned in just a matter of months. Are are you like sure about that? Well, yes. And in fairness, I have a really good source. Um, My wife, Hannah, who you know, Michael, she Mm -hmm. is the VP of Destination Development for Destination Cleveland, which is the city's convention and visitors bureau. And she actually was one of the key people to make the conference happen. And I remember sitting down with her late night, the day before things really kicked off at the conference. We had about three months and we were planning a conference for right before Christmas. Wait a minute. You, so how long have you had to plan this conference? Some say five. I would say three months. So for all intents purposes, just three months. That's, that's insane. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Like how? Well, it was a team effort for sure. And I, there were actually multiple organizations involved, right? So it wasn't just Destination Cleveland. I mean, Jumpstart, who we've heard from before, they were definitely involved. Um, and certainly all of the individuals associated in the various nodes. So probably over 100 people. Um, but I think it's fair to say that the driving force behind the effort was Destination Cleveland. And as a city's convention and visitors bureau organizing conferences That's not actually something they do. They help conferences, even like mine, in all sorts of ways, but they actually usually don't plan the conferences. But they did this time. Yes. I mean, they stepped up and took the lead to make it all happen this first year. Um, And this conference for Hannah, I would say it really consumed her life for a good three months, at least from my perspective. But, But it definitely wasn't just her. At the very core, there's probably about five people that this is their full-time job right now, but broadly, probably 20 people are touching it, and the level of involvement has varied throughout. Like, our web manager at Destination Cleveland really dove in to get the website launched in a couple weeks, which was crazy, and now has pulled back a little bit, but she is making changes pretty much daily. Um, But yeah, it's a big team that has jumped in to offer support. This has been nothing, not easy at all. but we're, we're here and we're really excited about it. Um, and truly, we do feel good about tomorrow. It starts tomorrow. Um, we have the pre-con Saturday and Sunday, and then the main conference kicks off Sunday night with two full days of conference schedule on Monday and Tuesday. And again, as I mentioned, about 150 speakers. I think we have about 40 sponsors, and we're expecting close to 2,000 attendees. We actually closed registration today. We shut it down and That's said awesome. no walk-ups. 
So over 150 speakers. Like how many speakers do you have at industry? In industry, we might have at this point now 20 total. 20, and that's like a multiple-day conference, 20 speakers. Yeah, that's two-day conference. You know, we'll have 20 speakers, most of them on the main stage. Um, we try not to do a whole lot with concurrent sessions. We do a little bit like that, but definitely not 150. So they pulled 150 speakers. Like, who who were some of them? Well, there definitely were plenty of local professionals in business and government that ended up filling some of the panel. So, you know, point of this conference was to highlight business applications of blockchain. So there definitely were a lot of representation from the business community, whether it be people from financial institutions and insurance companies and places like that. Um, And, you know, it, it always is certainly easier to draw from local sources, but there were also some really big names too. Like... Mark Hurd, who's the CEO of Oracle. Um, there's Larry Sanger, who's the co-founder of Wikipedia and more recently Everpedia. Um, even Joe Lubin, who's the founder of Consensus, but was also the co-founder of Ethereum. So yeah, so those are definitely really big names. Um, did you get a chance to catch up with any of them? Actually. So my name is Larry Sanger. I am the chief information officer of Everpedia the first blockchain encyclopedia. All of my degrees are in in philosophy. I have a PhD in philosophy. My specialization was in uh, epistemology, the theory of knowledge. And uh, I started Wikipedia, and and I've started a number of other um, websites. For a little over a year now, I have been working with Everpedia, and uh, Everpedia is devoted to putting not just uh, its fork of, of Wikipedia, because it has started as a fork of Wikipedia, and it's added a million articles uh, to, to the five million that have started from Wikipedia, but um, not just those on the blockchain, but also um, all the encyclopedia articles in the world, uh, ultimately, potentially, um, and if not those articles, then links to them. And uh, my, uh, my contribution to the uh, vision of the, of the company is um, to say we've got to uh, have metadata about the articles, rating metadata, and also metadata about the people who are doing the rating, which is going to make it possible for us to, to um, identify the best encyclopedia articles according to different groups of people. And um, I think nobody has ever done that sort of thing before. It's a potentially revolutionary idea. But if you want to organize it, um, it is a blockchain that will do the job. So that's awesome. And for people that maybe aren't as you know up to speed on blockchain, you know, obviously at this point, if you're in tech, you've heard of it. But not everybody's an expert. I'm definitely no expert. Why is blockchain so important to Everpedia in particular? Okay, um, without explaining what blockchain in general is, um, the reason that blockchain is is important to Everpedia is that um, we wanted to incentivize people to write for for uh, Everpedia, um, the the encyclopedia, um, and in the process. We, we discovered that basically if, we're, if we are 
enabling that, then we're enabling a whole uh, ecosystem um, that brings together potentially all encyclopedia publishers and just individuals who want to contribute to the world's knowledge. We can actually create a network to organize it, a protocol um, that uh, can be a neutral platform. And I've got to admit, sitting across from Larry Sanger, he's a pretty intellectual guy. Um, I was glad to be the one asking questions and not having to answer questions. <laughs> and, and Larry's take on Cleveland getting into like the blockchain gang. Yeah. And Larry's take on Cleveland getting into the blockchain game. I just, I love it. Um, I have been to, you know, 15 conferences or whatever in the past year or so all around the world, actually. And and um, it is truly a global phenomenon. Um, even within our own company, our CEO actually works from Stockholm. Our COO is located in Oslo. Um, and uh, most of our programmers uh, and, and uh, the rest of the staff are in uh, Santa Monica in California. Um, I'm in, in Ohio, and we've got a few other people in other places. And, um, well, I have to say that um, it's just so satisfying to see Ohio finally, you know, uh, getting with the program. When Rain Wilson realized he had a special gift for talking people to sleep, he had two choices. Construct a massive speaker that would blast his voice to every person in the country or invent a talking pillow. AT&T Business eventually talked him into the pillow thing. And backed by a reliable network, the only network with built-in security controls, Sleep With Rain was a hit. Take your ideas to the moon and beyond at business.att. Com. That's business.att.com. So I will say, even the fact that this conference and initiative is going on, it is opening the eyes of people like Larry Sanger. And I think that that was by design. You heard earlier in the series from Josh Mandel, who, again, he was the two-term treasurer of the state of Ohio. Well, when this conference happened, Josh was at the tail end of his second term, but he made a pretty big announcement at the conference, one that I know he was hoping that others would hear and just take as a positive signal about Ohio being open to blockchain businesses. Last week, uh, announced making Ohio the first state in America to enable taxpayers to pay their taxes via cryptocurrency. And uh, Bernie was actually the first taxpayer in America to pay his taxes via cryptocurrency. Why am I not surprised? We really wanted to plant the flag here in Ohio and project to the rest of the country that Ohio is a leader in blockchain technology uh, and also project and communicate to software developers and entrepreneurs throughout the country that they should come here. If you want to grow your business, if you want to start a company, do it here in Ohio. So things were happening at this Blockland Solutions conference. I, I took a stroll down the hallway that straddled the meeting rooms and the conference halls, and this is where many of the vendors were. And I stopped to chat with some of these vendors. Name is Sudhir Achar, Vantage Agora. I'm Fran DiDonato, and I'm with Brilliancy. We're a Cleveland company. And our data center is called Lightspeed Hosting, uh, and we specialize in high-density data centers. So data centers that are geared towards like virtualization, cloud. Uh, we have one, one four megawatt data center in Valley City that's all cryptocurrency mining. 
So were there any surprises? Well, most of the vendors were local, and that's understandable for a first-time conference. You might draw some local vendors as your sponsors, but sometimes you rely on the businesses in your backyard to, to help fund the conference. But what surprised me was that these were businesses that, yes, they were local, but they actually already were involved in blockchain in some way. I mean, that last clip that we played, that was from a conversation that I had with Joshua Holmes of Ethode. They're a local company, but they're doing so many things right now that touch blockchain. They even actually operate data centers that do crypto mining, which I didn't even realize was a thing around these parts, but um, Mm. he actually felt really optimistic about being involved in the conference, even in the first year. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you today by Gusto. Payroll and benefits are hard, especially for small businesses. You don't have the time to be an expert on things like taxes and regulations. And there are old school payroll providers that exist, but they're just not built for the modern business. Gusto is making payroll benefits and HR easy for small businesses. Modern technology does the heavy lifting, so it's easy to get things right. Now, again, there is some competition for Gusto out there, but Gusto actually has a lot of things going for them. PC Mag and Fit Small Business, they've called Gusto the best payroll for small businesses. Gusto makes payroll a breeze. In fact, nine out of 10 users say Gusto is easier to use than other payroll solutions. And Gusto definitely saves you time. 72% of customers, they actually spend less than five minutes to run payroll. I know a lot of people that spend way more. Gusto is reliable. Four out of five customers actually reduce payroll errors after switching. And if you don't believe it, just Google it. People love Gusto. And how often do you actually love your payroll provider? Almost never. Most small businesses, they don't have an HR expert, but you don't need one to use Gusto. With great software and great service, you can focus on your business, not on your payroll or your paperwork. To help support the show, Gusto is offering our listeners an exclusive limited time deal. Sign up today and you'll get three months free once you run your first payroll. Just go to gusto.com forward slash rocket ship. That's gusto.com forward slash rocket ship. When you, when you look at who is here, I mean, these aren't just people who are like walking the streets without a job. I mean, you have people here who are serious developers, serious IT personnel, serious enterprise companies that are looking to do this. Like we, we actually attracted the exact crowd that three, four months ago they said they're going to bring here. And everyone said it couldn't be done. And it literally did. It sold out. So it really sold out. I mean, I think they probably could have fit some more people in the door <laughs> if they really wanted to. But... They did absolutely attract, I don't know, at least 1,500 people. At least that's what it felt like for me. And you got to give them credit for that because it's just not easy to do. Yeah. Anyway, I kept strolling and I kept listening into these conversations that vendors were having with attendees. Here's one I dropped in at the booth of Squirrels Research Labs, which is an Ohio company that makes what they call the next generation of crypto hardware. And apparently they've got some software too. I'm actually really interested in learning about what you guys have to offer. Okay, so uh, the software that you see right now, um, like I said, this is solo mining on the Acorns. That's an early alpha um, software for the uh, Acorns. The GPU and CPU accelerating software for the Acorns is under construction, and uh, we expect to have that coming out basically in the very near future, almost any day now. 
Okay, well, it starts to get real technical here, a bit over my head. But when I kept dropping by each vendor, I heard very similar conversations to this. A mix of business people asking questions about how the vendor's services might help them differentiate and technical people getting into the nitty gritty. After my stroll, it was pretty much time for me to check out of the conference, but I left a pretty crowded hall of people who took this first time conference for what it was, a legitimate blockchain business conference happening right here in Cleveland, Ohio. Well, I have to imagine that most of the people felt good about the effort. I'm really curious what's next for the conference and like for the Blockland initiative as a whole. You know, I'm pretty curious about that too. And later in the series, we will focus on what's next, but I should note that not everybody feels so good about everything. I mean, not everybody considers themselves a Blockland backer. I think it was it was you know very hard for myself or you know others that I that I would that I would speak to uh, in the entrepreneurial community, whether they were kind of more on the technical side or even kind of uh, on the economic development side. Um, and and those folks on the economic development side wouldn't necessarily go on record with any of this. Um, but you know they, they they felt they felt that the that it was uh, again uh, pretty. Uh, uh, I'll use the word hype just because I can't find a better one right now, even though it has some connotations around it. Pretty hyped. So outside of these nodes and the circles close to Bernie, is it possible that not everybody is on board the Blockland train? Well, it's definitely possible. I don't think absolutely everybody's on the train quite yet. And we'll hear more about that in the next part of our series on Blockland. Thank you so much for listening to Rocketship.fm. It's your support that keeps the show going. Rocketship.fm is now part of the Podglomerate Network. If you want to learn more about the other shows on the Podglomerate Network, go to thepodglomerate.com. Rocketship.fm is produced in partnership with Product Collective, a community for product people. If you go to productcollective.com, you could check out live video interviews, sign up for our newsletter, be a part of our Slack group with over 6,000 product people. Just check it out at productcollective.com.